it. Um, peace, 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 family. The new Money Matrix podcast coming right back. We are actually getting into the actual token taxonomy act, House Resolution 7356. And um, it's going to be read by I and Brother Duncan himself. Um, do you have it uh, pulled up on your end, Brother Duncan? I do. Okay. First thing we're going to do, just to open up the doors to it, we're going to read a story that was brought by Forbes um, January 10th. And it states, crypto startups are fleeing the U.S., this bill is trying to stop them. Just to give you a sort of an update or an insight on the bill that we're going to be going over. Um, I wish I could make that little thing, damn thing disappear. Uh, anyways, um, in the fall of 2018, Republican Congressman Warren Davison was meeting with a cryptocurrency entrepreneur in Massachusetts. The CEO was deciding where to locate his startup, and they were discussing the regulatory uncertainties surrounding digital currencies and initial coin offerings. So that's good, dude. That dude got in his ear. Ha! I already get. I dig this already. But but he got in his ear like, man, look, it's billions over here, bro. You gotta open the door. You gotta open the door. I'm telling y'all what the conversation was in a nutshell. Um, the entrepreneur told, and I haven't read this yet. So let's see what, what they go on to say. The entrepreneur told Davidson, look, it's nothing personal. We just don't trust that you guys are going to get this done right. Wow. So we're feeling kind of Swiss, mm, implying he might move to Switzerland. That's a money move, family. I'm going to tell you what he definitely said to his face. Look, y'all might fuck this shit up. So this billion, this billion that I got right here, I might take this to Switzerland and do my business over there because y'all don't know what y'all doing over here in the U.S. That's what he told this uh, Republican. Um, but he said he's implying he might make a move to Switzerland, a country with an arguably more business-friendly approach to crypto regulation. Meaning y'all can bring, bring y'all money over here. We ain't tripping about where it came from. Um, over the past few years, most companies that create digital tokens and sold them through ICOs assume they wouldn't be deemed securities. But when regulators think otherwise, startups can face major legal trouble, as we've recently seen with the case of Air Fox. Paragon, which Paragon did um, rectify themselves and started shooting up after that, and basis. In December, Warren Davidson introduced a new digital token bill aiming to kill the uncertainty and keep innovation inside U.S. borders. He, he, he's trying to keep those millions and billions of dollars that's ready to pour in within the U.S. jurisdiction. And also notice, family, as I tell y'all, I'm going to keep telling y'all to pay attention to this. They state U.S., not USA. They're not going to see USA really stated anymore when they speak, especially in commerce, because the USA has absolutely nothing to do with commerce. Only the U.S., which is the fictional entity, yada, 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 yada. But you're going to just pay attention to that because it really makes sense. Um, the SEC stance has caused a massive flight of startups to offshore jurisdictions, says Caitlin Long, a former managing director at Morgan Stanley who helped Wyoming pass new blockchain legislation last year. Hmm. Lawyers left, excuse me, lawyers right and left were telling clients, don't issue tokens to U.S. investors and don't domicile in the U.S., putting a black uh, a black cloud over us. Um, Marco Santori, former head of the financial technology group at law firm Cooley and current president of crypto company Blockchain. Yeah, you see the transition he made. He was the head of this. Now I'm the president of this. I'm over here where it's, where it's really making sense. Um, says the present regulatory environment was spawned mostly has spawned mostly a state of confusion among entrepreneurs. This is not a good place for American innovation and family. When they speak like this, you got to understand and comprehend. They're talking about taking money out of this is what. Anytime we talk about this is not good for uh, American innovation, American growth. They're talking about look. This ain't good economically, man. We already have many trillion in debt, and y'all don't want these people to let these billions come over here. Y'all crazy. 
Um, crypto investors also point to regulatory uncertainty as a cause of the crypto bear market in 2018, a period where Bitcoin lost nearly 75% of its value. So once again, the U.S. Uh, regulatory frames to the rescue to F something up. Um, if that's what if 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 that stands true. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna stop here and I'm gonna say something. That also goes to show the amount of power that one little country or one little jurisdiction, let me not call it a country, one uh jurisdictional entity has over the rest of the commercial world when it comes to cryptocurrency. Just like how we think that everyone is waiting for this 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 ETF to be passed. Like family, I'll keep telling y'all, ETFs and regulations have absolutely nothing to do with me sending money or bitcoin in this sense from where i'm sitting at right now to somebody in australia uganda um asia um anywhere nothing family it has nothing to do with any of this they're trying to this is the cloak this is the wool they're throwing over your eyes this is only as it pertains to price action the technology cryptocurrency being able to bank the unbanked has absolutely nothing to do with any of this stuff. They're trying to allow you or make you think that it has to do with family. Right. That's one reason we're bringing this uh, information in. Um, in February 2018, Switzerland declared that some ICOs are not securities, drawing applause from industry veterans. Today, about 420 and about 420 crypto and blockchain startups are domiciled there, according to research by PwC and Swiss blockchain investment group CVVC. Although the U.S. population is 40 times larger, it has just 2,100 such startups. And, and wait, what? 40% larger has just, okay, 2,100 such startups, uh, Angelus list, Angel, Angel list reports. In other words, for every 100,000 residents of each country, Switzerland has five uh, crypto startups while the U.S. has only one. I think they kind of misquoted those numbers. I think they wanted that to be 4,200, not 420. Um, let me, let me, cause I'm like, hey. yeah, so family, that was a, a typo on their part. This should be, I believe 4,200 and this is 2,100. So I'm gonna read that again for every 1,000, re- think about this family for every 1,000 residents, Switzerland got five crypto starters out here. We only got one for every 1,000. We, we, we slow. Um, let me see. Despite the U S having close to 40 times its population, Switzerland has five times the amount of crypto starters per 100 K. Um, so Tezo, a blockchain platform founded in 2016 by two New York based entrepreneurs, how it has its governing foundation headquartered in Switzerland, Definity, uh, a high profile crypto startups whose CEO is based in San Francisco, is incorporated in Switzerland. Media focused blockchain startup Singular DTV chose Switzerland as its home because it was the only jurisdiction. Remember, they call Switzerland a jurisdiction, not a country. You got to really pay attention to the words they use. It was the only jurisdiction in the world at the time, early 2016, that was actively working to understand blockchain technology and classify ICOs within its regulatory framework. CEO Zach LeBou said um, he adds that since then, Switzerland has adopted a more U.S. centric approach that has slowed blockchain development there. And that was probably from pressure. It came from pressure from somebody. OK, now we're getting into the meat and potatoes, what we're about to go into. Warren Davidson is trying to make the U.S. more attractive, more attractive to crypto startups. Before becoming a congressman in Ohio in 2016, the 48-year-old was an entrepreneur and owned a group of manufacturing companies. After he arrived in D.C., he noticed that ICOs were an often discussed problem without a solution. And that's what you got to do in this, this, this face family. You have to identify problems and make a solution. You make a solution, you will be wealthy beyond your means. Why? 
Um, a self-described tech geek. Ah, Davidson joined forces with Florida Democrat. Okay, it was Florida, not Minnesota, as I told you. Um, he joined forces with Florida Democratic Congressman Darren Soto to release a bipartisan bill in December of 2018. So they just released this bill a couple months ago, the Token Taxonomy Act. Just a few weeks earlier, Davidson had created a stir by releasing a bill to fund President Trump's proposed border wall with public donations. Hmm, interesting. With the Token Taxonomy Act, Davidson aims to amend the Securities Act of 1933 and the Securities and Exchange Act of 1934, the laws the government used to define securities to get the regulatory certainty that, a, that I feel like the market needs. The bill's primary goal is to define the criteria for when a cryptocurrency's initial coin offering is a security and when an attempt to exempt some of them from the malign designation. Listen and pay attention, family. Under the new bill, some of the criteria for exemption for security status are the blockchain platform the token runs on has already launched. The token supply can be controlled by a single person or group of people. Once finalized, transactions can be altered by a single person or group of people. Person and people being used here in the form of not pertaining to humans like you and I being turned uh, pertaining to corporations, associations partnerships, um, trust in the states. And the token is not a representation of a financial interest in a company, including an ownership or debt interest. Man, what was I reading last night? Of uh, or, or revenue share. Oh, that was the UCC codes. Never mind. Okay. Real interesting. I mean, I, 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 I'll tell y'all, read them UCC codes. Um, the stipulation about having already long. In fact, let me read that over. Let me read that over because that was powerful. Um, under, and pay attention. I'm gonna try to break it down under the new bill. Some of the criteria, basically, some of what allows a security um, or exemption from security status, which allows a token or a entity to be exempt from being labeled a security, is that the blockchain platform the token runs on has already been launched. That's one, right? The token supply can't be controlled by a single person of group of people. That's two. Right. Once finalized, transactions can't be altered by a single corporation or group of companies. That's three. This is what exempts you from being a security token. Pay attention. And the token is not a representation of a financial interest in a company, including ownership or debt interest or revenue share. That's four. Lucky number four. The stipulation about having already launched a product is important. I'm glad they said that because I was definitely um, peeping that. If you want to raise money to sell oranges, right? Definitely like these analogies. And you don't own any oranges or an orange grove that say security. Peep game, family. This is key. Davidson said using a business example that served as a basis for the Howie test, which is definitely something y'all need to check out, the Howie test. Um, a Supreme Court president the government also uses to help define security. But if now the oranges have grown and are in barrels, the oranges are no longer securities. That means if a bill moves forward, crypto startups would need to pursue traditional funding models like angel or venture investments to support operations before they've launched a product. So basically, peep this out. If I myself have access to said apples in my backyard and I want to tokenize those apples. Those apples are not securities and they do not fall under any type of security law. If I have precious stones, crystals that I want to tokenize, I can tokenize those and they do not fall under the Security Act if this bill is passed. The Token Taxonomy Act will be 
could would be a significant advance if it were to pass, says blockchain legislation advocate Caitlin Long. She sees defining the digital security as critical and says the proposed bill follows the model set forth in Switzerland and Wyoming. It would provide a lot of clarity and ensure that the blockchain innovation stays in the U.S., which is what they're trying to do. These people are really, from an economic standpoint, what they're saying is that, man, y'all really effing this thing up with all these regulate. Y'all scaring the money away. That's basically what they're saying. Um, manager partner of crypto fund Multicoin Capital, which is a trust. This is, desi- this is designed to precisely help prevent things like bases shutting down. Um, Hoboken, New Jersey-based bases, closed its doors in December 2018 due to concerns this product would be deemed a security. They're scaring the money away. Um, Ari Lewis, a co-founder of crypto fund Grasshopper Capital, who also consulted Ohio on its project to let business pay taxes in crypto. Yes, you're right. Says the bill doesn't change the fact that many of these tokens don't have a utility purpose today outside of speculation. That's what I was speaking on earlier, family, telling y'all that a lot of these currencies are just ideas. But one of the problems with the government is that they study everything to death. Kudos to Warren Davidson for trying to make policy change and make a difference. Pay attention to what they just said. I'm going to say that again. One of the problems with the government, government, govern your mental, govern your mentality, govern your mental, is that they study everything to death. Kudos to Warren Davidson for trying to make policy change and make a difference. At nine pages, Davidson's bill is short and narrow in scope, focusing primarily on the definition of a security. This could turn into a bill that would be very long that would involve three or more committees in Congress, he says. By taking slices, not only do we make it easier to create regulatory certainty and go light torch on the regulation, we make it easier to actually move through Congress, which is all they're trying to do. They're trying to make this thing move efficiently and smoothly. Let's make it let's make it a smooth transition. This does not have to be hard. The next step is to the next step for him is to reintroduce the bill, a requirement given that a new Congress started on January 3rd. He expects to do that in a few weeks or a couple of months. And then the bill will go to the Financial Service Committee for review. What are the chances that it will become law and how long might that take? Davidson expects this to pass, expects it to pass, but declined to predict when. And Caitlin Long isn't banking on it. We're not holding our breath, she says. It could take years. So just keep that in mind, family. But I do think it's still something that we need to go over because this lets you into the mindset of the people that are dictating our realities and making law that which we have to follow um, into, um, manifests into the reality that we're living. So what we're looking at right now, and this is on an official um, – in fact, I'm going to put the link for anybody that wants to read along and look at it itself. I'm going to put the link in the actual uh, – Comment section. Let me get that real quick. There we go. For anybody that would like to take a look at it, also, it has been uh, listed. Awesome. Let me see. Let me make sure we don't have any questions, any comments. We are the early adopters. Definitely, brother. Hey, definitely. We are the early adopters. That's a fact. Um, first and foremost, let me thank everyone that's tuning in right now. We're going running in over an hour, over an hour. So I want to thank everyone that's tuning in with me right now. That's sticking to it. It's really getting soaking up this information. Brother Duncan, I want to thank you for hanging in there with me, brother. I know it's earlier. Well, I know when we first started uh, speaking earlier this rise and it was, you know, you were two hours behind me and we started anywhere from six, seven o'clock a.m. So yeah, I, no worries, man. You know, um, I like this because I know where things are going. Going, I know where my schedule is going, so I want to get content content in on the forefront of this year as possible because 
Um, we have radio shows that are coming up, like national radio shows that are calling and trying to set up dates. We have national television shows that are calling to have interviews and stuff. So this is going places, man. And uh, Brother Amir will be definitely one of the people I'll be calling to, to appear on some of this stuff. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. I definitely appreciate that. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this thing right here. I'm going to open it on up. Um, and once again, we're looking at congress.gov. This is bill presented to 115th Congress. Um, this is H.R. 7356, better known as the Token Taxonomy Act. Um, the sponsors of this bill were Representative Davison or Republican Davison. And um, what was Dave? No, Davison was, which one was which? What up, Martel? All right, give me a second. Uh, drink some more of that water. You ain't drink no water. Drink some more water because I know you ain't been drinking water at your mother's house. Um, let me see. Committee House Financial Services Ways and Means. Um, lax action was on December twentieth. Referred to the Committee on Financial Services and in addition to the Committee on Ways and Means for a period to be subsequently determined by the Speaker. And in each case, for consideration of such provisions as fall within the jurisdiction of the committee concerned, meaning up falling up under um, the control of that said jurisdiction. So let's get into the text. Um, this is H.R. 7356 to amend. And this is what it was meant to do to amend the Securities Act of 1933 and Securities Exchange Act of 1934 to exclude digital tokens from the definition of a security to direct the Securities and Exchange Commission to enact certain regulatory changes regarding digital units secured through public key cryptography to adjust taxation of virtual currencies held in individual retirement accounts. I'm going to say that again. To adjust. Oh uh, well, I'm going to say that again. To adjust taxation of virtual currencies held in individual retirement accounts to create a tax exemption for exchanges of one virtual currency for another, to create a de minimis, which a de minimis, what is de minimis? Means um, something small, not overly, let me show you. Like I said, any words we come across, we're definitely going to take a look at so we have a basic comprehension and knowledge of what we're looking at. Um, do 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 Okay, too trivial or minor, like I said, something small, to merit consideration, especially in law. Pay attention. This is the thing, family. When we read these things and we don't even know what the hell these words means, you don't know how big or how small that would have been. So, once again, too trivial or minor to merit even a consideration, especially in law. So, when we're reading this and we're saying to create a minor exemption from taxation for gains realized from the sale or exchange of virtual currency for other than cash and for other purposes. So you see how that just changed the whole definition of that sentence, just understanding what the word was? <laughs> hey, comprehension is key here, people. Comprehension is key. All right. In the House of Representatives, December 20, 2018, Mr. Dot Davidson for himself Peep game for himself and with Mr. Soto introduced the following bill, which was referred to the Committee on Financial Services and in addition to the Committee on Ways and Means for a period to be subsequently determined by the speaker in each case for consideration of such provision as fall within the jurisdiction of the committee concerned. We're going to get into the bill and what they are asking to be implemented. Um, and once again, 
They go and they restate exactly what they're putting forth here. And they're asking that it be enacted by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled. Section one. Say it again. Yeah, go ahead, my brother. You want to elaborate? Let me let me let me bring out something that we might not be quite getting. Okay, go when ahead. When was the last time the the Securities Act of nineteen thirty three was amended? Nineteen thirty three. When did I when did I just say that we're expecting to happen? Hey. An economic collapse that will be similar to nineteen thirty three. So you're telling me that they're basically removing this act and this will be the new bill that substitutes the 1933 Securities Act? Hey, what else did I say, Brother Duncan? Crypto will not change for the law. The law is going to change for crypto. Yes. Boom. Yes, yes. <laughs> Go ahead, yes. my brother. I'm going to uh, pertain to my son real quick. Go ahead. This, this is just 1933 and 2019, family. Pay attention to what we're saying. It's coming. The hammer is coming. That's why they're doing all of this stuff now. Did the same thing in 33. Go ahead, brother. Now, you can go ahead and uh, keep implementing. I'm uh, taking care of my son real quick. Give me a couple okay. minutes. Yeah, so I just... Does, does everybody understand what, I, what I, I'm saying here? If you're reading the bill, um, I think Brother Amir did put it in the uh, group chat for this particular live. Um... No adjustments have been made to this bill, to the Securities Act of 1933 like this, to make exceptions like this. So that tells me, look, we, we see the tea leaves, we see what's happening here. We need to enact something prior to the, the debacle that's about to take place. I really, I really believe this. I really believe that they're making way for digital currencies to really flourish. Uh, I, I posted on my own um, page last this past week that I have gotten confirmation that we um, have people in Congress and the Senate that work in these capacities. There are a lot of bills on the table right now, all centered around cryptocurrencies and digital currencies to lax the laws of the of the U.S. So that these things can be utilized without being hampered by things like having a um, money transmitter's license to do business as a regular business. In fact, that, that's Wyoming that just passed that money transmitter license law, was it not? Correct. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. See, see, if you're not holding custody of somebody's crypto, there's no reason for you to have a money transmitter's license. Fact. Because you're not fucked. You're not functioning in the capacity of a, of a fiduciary. You're mm. not functioning in the, in the capacity of a bank. Mm. That's why they require those those money money transmitters licenses. Very good, very good. So I'm be thinking it's about time for us to go ahead and get into this act, man, and what they're trying to pass. So let's do it. Um, section one, short title. This act may be cited as the Token Taxonomy Act. Section two. Securities Act of 1933. A. Definitions of digital token. Section 2, subsection A of the Securities Act of 1933-15, United States Code 77B, subsection A, is amended by adding at the end of the following 20, digital token, the term 
digital token means a digital unit that a is created in one in response to the verification and brother brother duncan at any time stop me and break down something that you may think needs to be put in layman's terms please okay number one a digital token the term digital token means a digital unit that is a created in one in response to the verification or collection of proposed transactions bookkeeping accounting Two, persuading to the rules for the digital unit's creation and supply that cannot be altered by a single person or group of persons. Remember, person is corporate association entity. entity. There you go. Persons under common control or three is an initial allocation of digital units that will otherwise be created in accordance with clause one and two. So do we need to stop and break that down for anybody? Oh, that was pretty, uh, let me see. That's pretty straightforward. Okay. Moving into section B, a digital token means a digital unit that has a transaction history that is one recorded in a distributed digital ledger or digital data structure in which consensus is achieved through a mathematical verifiable process. Clause two, after consensus is reached, cannot be materially altered by a single company or corporation under common control. C, is capable of being traded or transferred between corps without an intermediary custodian. And D, is not a representation of a financial interest in a company, including an ownership of debt, interest, or revenue share. Oh, my, my. (laughs) You want to elaborate on something, Brother Duncan? (laughs) <laughs> they just they they're nailing in the coffin and cash. I can tell you that right hey, now. Hey, I told That's you. What I'm hey, I t- hey, look. Yeah. If this passes, I'm talking about the levies. The, the dam is gonna. Okay, opening the floodgates is cool. That's what we're doing right now. That's what's going on. The floodgates are kind of opening. If this bill passes, somebody done went and put about five C4s on the side of the dam and just detonating them. <laughs> I'm I'm telling y'all what's gonna happen if this thing passes. Um, when you understand what when you understand what the word debt is, mm. do we understand what the word debt means? Interest or revenue share, especially debt and interest. Go ahead and break it down for us, brother. That that's that's these United States version of money. It is not a representation of financial interest in a company, including an ownership or debt or interest. Debt interest. Debt interest. There's no debt in it, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the beautiful, most beautiful things about crypto, right? There's no debt attached to it. Mm-hmm. That's why it does so well. That's why it performs so well, because there's no debt. Meaning, family, the cash that you got in your pocket is debt. I'm sorry to say it. You can go with, and, and, I mean, do anything with it that you can within the jurisdiction of the United States. But it, the, the, the simple fact is it's debt. That's a debt instrument. 
Like it's yeah. But and cryptocurrency is not dead. I'm gonna tell you, hey, I'm gonna tell you something funny, brother Duncan. When I look at cryptocurrency, you know what I almost look make it what it almost appears to be to me? Secured credit. If you really think about it. If you really think about it, secure credit. Because it, it, it moves in the sense of think of how credit works, right? Credit is the opposite of debt, correct? Yeah. Credit is the opposite of debt. Credit is non-tangible. It's only represented by a number. And you can secure credit with debt instruments, correct? That's right. So when we look at the purchase or the obtaining of a cryptocurrency using a debtor's note, you're essentially securing credit. Credit instruments. Hey, I'm going to leave this alone, man, because I got a whole other bill for that one. Um, so definition of a security. Secure. Hmm. Uh, section 2, subsection A1 of the Securities Act of 1933, 15 United States Code 77B, subsection A1 is amended. Amended, meaning changed. By inserting subsection A after 1 and by adding at the end of the following, such term does not include a digital token. C, exemption. Section 4A of the Securities Act of 1933, 15 United States, subsection 77DA. Now, remember, before it was BA, this is DA. Pay attention, we're changing it up. Is amended by adding the end of the following transactions involving the development. Hold on, in fact, let me go back. Let me go back. Let me go back because I don't think anybody caught number uh, B. Definition of a security. Pay attention to this, family. Definition of a security for Section 2A1 of the Securities Act of 1933, 15 United States Code 77BA1 is amended, number one, by inserting A after one, and peep this out, and by adding at the end of the following for the definition of a security. Such term does not include a digital token. Did anybody catch that? Did anybody catch that? Moving right along, exemption. Section 4A of the Securities Act of 1933 is amended by adding the end of the following. Transactions involving the development, offer, or sale of a digital unit if the entity developing, offering, or selling the digital unit has a reasonable and good faith belief that such digital unit is a digital token, just a belief, I believe this is a digital token, and B, within 90 days following a written notification from the commission to such person or entity that such digital unit has been determined by the commission to be a security, post public notice of such notification and takes responsible efforts to cease all sales and return all proceeds from any such digital unit, excluding funds reasonably spent on development of technology association within a digital unit. Okay, so for those that may not comprehend what was said. So they're amending by adding the following transactions involving. OK, so this is the exemption section, right? This is the exemption. They're exempting transactions involving the development, offer or sale of the digital unit. If peep, peep this now, meaning that let's just say let's just say an ICO collected funds. Right. Uh -huh. And within those funds, right there, they get to get looked at. And OK, look, you want to know what's exempt and what's not. Whatever you had to use for the development, offer, or sale of the digital unit, right, can be exempt. Remember, excluding funds reasonably spent on the development of the, of the technology association with the digital unit. But you have to return, right, 
all proceeds from any sales of such digital unit, excluding that which you use. Man, it's real slick when you really get into the wordplay that they use because it'd damn near be like, how do I put it? They're saying it's not trickery, but if you don't comprehend what you word, and it seems like it's trick wordplay. Like, man, what do you mean excluding? But basically, they're saying, look, anything that y'all got that was extra other than what y'all put in the grownest company. All that extra shit, y'all got to get that back to the people. But what you did put in as far as helping develop the company, you can keep. We're not going to call that a security. But anything else that was left over, those are securities. If, am I getting that right, Brother Duncan? Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. Section 3. Securities Exchange Act of 1934. Ooh. Ooh. This is... Hey, the definition of a bank. I'm glad we getting into this. Because, look... When, when, Hey, look, look, because there's a lot of people talking about this thing is doing this and this thing is doing that. And I tell people all the time, like, do you know what a bank is? Do you know what, what, like, do you truly understand and comprehend what this bank is? And in here, they're even going into amending the definition of a bank. So check this out. Definition of a bank, A, Section 3A6C of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. Once again, 15 United States Code 78CA6C is amended. One. Hold on. Pause. Okay. Didn't we just say the Rothschild sold the interest in the banking system? <laughs> yes, we did, sir. Yes, we did, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I mean, come on. Man, I I promise you. I know when you when, when see the details will tell you why they sold. Mhm. Mm mhm. Let's, let, let's find out what happens to the bank now. Okay. So the definition of a bank in Section Three A Six C of the Securities Exchange Act in nineteen thirty four is amended by inserting amended, amended meaning it's changed by inserting or trust company. After Homeowners Loan Act, which you need to look up the Homeowners Loan Act, and by striking, receiving deposits, deposits. or exercising fiduciary powers, and striking, meaning they're taking this out, family. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. That's, that's, that's out the door. This is being taken out of the definition of a bank. Receiving deposits or exercising fiduciary powers, which is, that's damn near the whole fucking definition of a bank. Right. And inserting, receiving deposits, providing custodial services, or exercising fiduciary powers. Now, do we see the trickery? Pause. Go ahead, brother pause. Doug. I'm... <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Oh, God. Family, this speaks directly to custodial ownership services such as fidelity, facts. Um, NASDAQ, all, all of these articles that we read in the tail end of 2017 and basically the better part of 2018 of these big corporations wanting to come in and, and have custodial services, the reason they didn't do it is because there was no law to support it and they didn't want to take the risk of doing are holding custodial services without something fundamental being in place to give them legal jurisdiction to do it. This bill gives them the right to do this and act as a what? Bank. The new bank. Mm. The mm -hmm. new bank. And I posted, Brother Amir, this week. 
by the time you see crypto banks on the streets, it'll be too late. Facts. Facts. It'll be too late. It'll be too late. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Moving along. The definition of a security now. Oh man, hey, hey, this bill right here. These two cats, they man, they better and they better watch out because these two cats. All right, definition of a security, section 3A10 of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934, 15 United States Code 78CA10. The prior was 78CA6C. Now we're getting into 78CA10. Is amended. Pay attention. Remember, this shit gets a little tricky, family. By inserting A after one and by adding at the end of the following B, such terms, meaning definition of a security, does and they're, they're saying this once again, does not include a digital token. Moving right along. Definition of digital tokens. Okay, so what is a digital token? Well, in Section 3A of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934, 15 United States Code 78 CA, they are going to amend that by adding at the end of the following of digital token. The term digital token has the meaning given to it in Section 2A of the Securities Act of 1933. Clerical amendments. Section 3A of the Securities Exchange Act of 1933, 15 United States Code 78 CA is amended by moving paragraph 79 so as to appear pay attention to the wordplay family to appear not to actually be but to appear you really 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 gotta pay attention to little subtle things like that because they mean a world of difference but it's going to appear as if it's after paragraph 78 and by redesignating the second paragraph in 80 relating to funding portal as paragraph 81 now, I know a lot of this probably don't make no damn sense to anybody right now, but this is why we have to read code regulation acts and statutes so that we understand these shifting of sections, moving this here, moving that there, moving that. You, you got to understand it. We don't have enough time in the show. We're already going 40. I mean, we're already, what, damn near two hours in? Yeah. I want to thank you for hanging in with me too, Brother Duncan. I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone that's tuned in right now, family. Yeah, thank you, guys. If you if you still here, that means you're hungry for information. Definitely. 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 And for those that are tuning in, if you uh, so choose to, also we do take donations in the form of cash app or cryptocurrency. Anything allocated to myself in the form of a donation will be split down the middle with Brother D. Duncan. So um, for those that do wish to donate, you can always donate uh, via cash app, A-L-A-M-I-R-A-K. Or I have posted... Um, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum uh, addresses for those that wish to donate cryptocurrency. And your donations are duly uh, appreciated. We do do appreciate it. Moving right along. Um, where do we leave out at? Where do we leave out at? In fact, I'm going to have to come back and just do another build and really break down exactly what the United States Code is, too. I love law anyway, so it don't matter to me. Okay, so Section 4. Invested Advisors Act of 1940. Section 202A2C of the Investment Advisors Act of 1940, United States Code 80B2A2C, is amended by striking, meaning they're taken out, receiving deposits or exercising fiduciary powers and inserting receiving deposits, providing custodial services. They're taken out, exercising fiduciary powers. Well, no. They're taking out, what are they? Okay, they're adding. They're striking that and they're adding, providing. That's for the crypto. Okay, providing custodial services or exercising fiduciary powers. Section 5, Investment Company Act of 1940. Family, this is what I want y'all to realize. We going back and we changing shit that's been in play. 1940, 2000, almost 2020. What's that, 80 years almost? 
Damn near. So 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 what what cryptocurrency has now done has come and totally disrupted not only the the financial sector but the legal sector also cuz it's making us go back and change things that have been in play for I mean longer than I've been alive longer than probably many of you have been alive that's one thing that we have to comprehend section 285 of the investment company act of 1940 is amended by striking receiving deposits of exercise or exercising fiduciary powers and in certain receiving deposits providing custodial services or so what they're doing is they're adding providing custodial services into each one of these acts um, getting into statutory control location requirement. Okay. No later than 90 days after the date of the enactment of this act, the commission shall amend section 240, 15C, 3 of 3 of Title 17, Code of Federal Regulations. And I, um, speaking on the Code of Federal, Federal Regulations, I suggest everyone go read 27 CFR 7211 and look at the definitions of such things such as a person. That is in the Code of Federal Regulations. Once again, it's 27 CFR 7211. Um, but Title 17 or 17 CFR to provide um, that the requirement of a satisfactory control location is fulfilled by protecting a digital unit as defined under Section 2A of the Securities Act of 1933 through public key cryptography and following commercially reasonable cybersecurity practices. Hold on, plug this up so this doesn't die on me. Give me one second, family. There we go. Now I'm gonna say that again. Um, the CFR, 17 CFR, is providing the requirement of a satisfactory control location. Um, hold on, let me read this over. To provide that, okay, within 90 days after after they pass this act, right? The commission is gonna amend the CFR to provide that the requirement. For a satisfactory control location is fulfilled by protecting a digital unit through public key cryptography. They're implementing this new commercial, these, these commercial laws we've been following for so many X amount of years. They're going to be changing these things to implement and put in digital currencies, cryptocurrencies, digital tokens, STOs, um, tokenized securities and the such. We're seeing a paradigm shift right in front of our eyes and we're not picking it. We're not catching it. Um, section seven. Oh, okay. Individual retirement account investments in certain virtual currencies not treated as distributions. Hmm. What is a distribution in the legal aspect? I wonder. Let's see. Because they're saying that they do not want this treated as distributions. Let's see. Okay, so according to black laws, the distribution in practice, the appointment and division under authority of the court of the remainder of an estate or of an inner estate, uh, inter, yeah, inner estate at the payment of debt and charges among those who are legally entitled to share in the same. I'm going to say that again. What is the distribution? I told you. <laughs> I told you. Hey, once again, in practice, this is why we have to family. This is one reason I do this for y'all. Because I know a lot of us are not going to go in and really, okay, distribution. Distribution means, no, nah, it doesn't. It don't mean the same shit as they told you in the Webster's Dictionary. Totally different. Distribution is the appointment and division. Meaning we're going to appoint and divide under authority of the court, the banker, of the remainder of the estate. And in the inner estate, after, pay, after you've paid all your debts and your charges, 
among those who are legally entitled to sharing the same, or those who share that debt. So basically, virtual currencies will not be treated as distributions. Mm, certain virtual currencies. So, in general, hey, I hope they catch it. We're going 44 minutes into the podcast. Um, we're nearing the end, family. This had, I'm talking about these last two hours. If, if you didn't catch these, you definitely want to go back and listen to watch these. Um, in general, Section 408M of the Eternal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended. One in paragraph three. A, the heading of paragraph by striking and bullion. Look. So look. Wait a minute. <laughs> Striking and bullion and inserting bullion in virtual currency. So wow, wow, so wow. They're labeling. They're putting virtual currencies up there with. Do y'all know what bullion is? It's gold. Man. It's gold. Man. So right now, bullion is not treated as a distribution. <laughs> they can. Oh man. Uh, in subparagraph A four by striking or, and in subparagraph and, and it's little stuff like that. You really want? Oh my God. Hey, by inserting or after futures contract. That's that's uh seeing subparagraph B. And a lot of this you really got to go look at the law to see what we're reading on. But for those that that do any type of uh, of legal framework reading, anyone that goes to the law library and actually knows how to read how law is written. Man, this right here is telling us so much. Um, section D, by inserting at the sub, sub paragraph B of the following, virtual, okay, so they're inserting virtual currency and they're striking if such bullion and inserting the paragraph shall only apply to bullion, which, and by adding at the end of the following, virtual currency is defined. Man, for purpose of this subsection, the term virtual currency means a digital representation of value. That is used as a medium of exchange and is not currency within the me- within the meaning of Section 988. Did we did we catch what was just said here? So they added at the end of the following, right? They added at the end of the paragraph shall only apply to bullion, which hmm. Section eight: certain exchanges of virtual currency treated as non-taxable exchanges. Hey, they hit. I'm talking about. And, and that's why. And that's why. And that's why. That's why. Because truly, truly, you don't. Have, there are certain things that you don't have to pay taxes on. And and, and uh, um, when you're dealing with metals, and you, you use cash. Mm-hmm. Listen to me, guys. I just went to a, a a jeweler the other day, and they told me. If you don't use card and you bring in cash, there's no tax. In the state of California, when you buy uh, precious metals, mm. that's exactly the same thing that they're doing here. Did y'all hear? Did y'all hear what Mr. Duncan just said? Did y'all hear what Mr. Duncan just said? Let me go ahead and continue on. Let me go ahead and continue <laughs> on, man. This. Hey, this is amazing, boy. I'm talking about y'all just don't know. Y'all think y'all seen a bull run in 2017? Y'all, y'all ain't seen nothing. That was okay. That was cool. I mean, oh, I, I got to enjoy it. I was in at about $1,000 and enjoyed the ride up to 20000 but that was cool. That was cool. I, hey, I've seen rushes, boy. <laughs> hey, I'm not even going to start using my analogy. 
Um, so we ain't seen that. We ain't seen nothing yet, brother. Nah, I already know. I already know. Um, certain exchanges of virtual currency treated as non. Up, oh, hold on. Trying to get away from me. Non-taxable exchanges. A. In general, Section 1031 of the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended in the heading by striking real property. Let me get my law book. Uh, I'm at man. Let me get. Okay, I got a depth. Okay, they're striking real property and they're inserting certain property, family. Do we know what real property is in a legal sense, in a lawful word, in, in, in legalese? Do we know what certain property is? Do your research and due diligence, family. This is not so real property. Ah, in subsection A, break it down, brother. Take your time. Man, that book. Hold on, let me let me see. Nah, you know what though? You know why we just moved and everything's packed. I got my UCC book, but I want Black Laws Edition uh, five, and I don't have it next to me. So let's see. Should have went to Bouvier's. Um. Okay, so real property, right? A term that is applied to land. An immovable property on land such as buildings, right? So they're striking. Pay attention. They're striking from non-taxable exchanges, real property, and they're in certain certain properties. So what is the difference now, right? Well, oh, it's okay. So what's the difference? Let's see. Oh, no. Hold on. Wrong one. Let's see what certain property is. Hmm. Quasi property, huh? Almost or resembling, but not actually the same. Matt, these motherfuckers. Uh, it's a legal concept in which some rights similar to ownership may occur to a party who does not act with benefits society as a whole. And they define quasi as being almost or resembling, but not actually the same as a suffix term. Um, property laws give the owner of real property or personal property a bundle rights for beneficial uses, such as the right to sell the property or the right to lifetime use. Of the property, and I know that that doesn't that really doesn't help any, but um, um, moving right along, we got 15 minutes left. How much more do I got to go through this? Oh, we almost to the end. Um, da, 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 da. damn, where was I at? Okay, subsection A. There, uh, by adding at the end of the new paragraph, exchange of virtual currency. An exchange of virtual currency, as defined under section 408M, shall be treated as if such exchange were an exchange of real property under this section. So, they are treating. I'm gonna say this again. Remember, they took real property out. They inserted certain property, and now they're saying the exchange of virtual currency as defined. Now, you, what you got to remember now. They're not saying virtual currency as a whole. You got to go read as it's defined under Section 408M. That's why the thing that's, that's that's the tricky thing about the back and forth thing about law and why a lot of people don't read it because it is a lot of back and forth. Okay, let me go and see exactly how they're defining this word and this sentence because law is precise. It has to be precise. It can't just be a general. There's no such thing as being general when it comes to law. You got to be spot on point. And always remember, ignorance to the law is not an excuse. That's actually a maximum of law. Um. So an exchange of virtual currency shall be treated as this such exchange where in exchange of real property under this section. Um, there's a clerical amendment also. The table of parts for part three of the subsection O of chapter A of such code is amended by striking exchange of real property and exerting exchange of certain property. That, hey, that, that, they're changing like, what movie is that? 
What movie is that? I think it's Inception. Where, no, nah, if anyone's ever seen Doctor Strange, the movie, Doc, was it Doctor Strange? Okay, remember on that movie how he was manipulating reality and making buildings pop up, go in, fold out, fold in. Man, that's, that, that's think of a Rubik's Cube. Think of you taking something yeah. out and play. Man, that's what they, they I don't know. That, man, I don't know the way I'm seeing this shit in my head, bro. It's, it's crazy. Because I'm seeing it. They're redefining what a bank is, basically. And, 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 and it's so cold because. Just, man, man, it's cold. This, this, this family, learn law. Learn law. I can't say this no more. Learn law. Learn, learn how these systems that are in play that govern us. This is what governs family, whether you know it or not. I, I, I hear a lot of people say, especially um, people within my demographic, such as the government shutdown. That shit don't affect me, or uh, a recession in the market. That shit don't affect me. I ain't got nothing. Shit, when 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 the, the rich people was fucked up, it didn't affect me. Let me tell you about a trickle down effect, right? You can say it didn't affect you, but I remember not too long ago we used to be able to get four bags of chips for one dollar. If that didn't affect every single person living within the United States, I don't know what did. Once again, I used to be able to get four bags of chips for a dollar. That's a trickle-down effect of an economic crash, family. Trickle-down. It affects everybody. So, when we see these changes being made to our commercial system through the use of blockchain and cryptocurrencies, for you to not get a comprehensive level of what's going on, to my... It, we're living in ignorance exactly how we were raised to live in ignorance of how the Federal Reserve note and how the reserve system acted for us. We had no comprehension of commercial laws or commercial moving in a commercial sense, operating in your public and private capacity. We had no comprehension level of that. Now, what's going on? They're changing everything over. I suggest you get your children incorporated with this and have them understand and comprehend what's going on because everything is changing, family. It's, it's going to change under your nose. and You're not going to get it. Um, moving right along, we got about eight minutes left. Um, they're going into what? Okay, clerical amendment. Uh, okay, so they're changing it from real property to certain property. Effective date: the amendments made by this section shall apply. Pay attention to this though. This shall apply to exchanges made on or after January first, two thousand and seventeen. So that is um, when they put a law and it acts in retro, right? Is that the, the correct word? Um, okay, right. Meaning it's going to go back and affect everything previously to the law actually being enacted. Um, Section 9, and I'm sort of familiar with that from being in and out of the penal system here. When being incarcerated, there were certain laws that people were looking to be enacted. And we were hoping and wishing that, you know, it would go back and catch those of us who may have been convicted before the law was passed. So I'm I'm familiar with certain things like that just from having personal experiences with law. Um, Section 9, gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency. Part 3 of subsection B of Chapter 1 of the Eternal Revenue Code of 1986 is amended by inserting after Section 139 the following new section. Ah, now we're adding sections. Section 139G, gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency in general. Pay attention, family. Man, I want to get all this. Gross income shall not include gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency. Gain income shall not include gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency as defined under Section 408M for other than cash or cash equivalents. B, limitation. In general, the amount of gain excluded from gross income under Section A with respect to a sale or exchange of virtual currency shall not exceed $600, Federal Reserve notes. Two, aggregation rule. For purpose of this subsection, all sales or exchanges which are part of the same sex transaction or a series of related transactions 
shall be treated as one sale or exchange. C, inflation adjustment. I hope y'all catch this because I only got five minutes left and I want to get through it. In case of any taxable year beginning in a calendar year after 2018, the dollar amount in subsection B shall be increased by an amount equal to one such dollar amount multiplied by the cost of living adjustment determined under section 1F3 for the calendar year in which the taxable year begins. Determined by substituting calendar year 2017, peep this, they're going back in time, for calendar year 2016. In subparagraph A to thereof, an increase determined amount, excuse me, an increase determined under the preceding sentence shall be rounded to the nearest multiple of 50 bucks. I don't think they're getting anything that was just, eh, I hope, I hope he is. Let me not even, let me not even do that. Cause I, I know we have some very comprehensible people out there. Let me not even say that. Um, when I speak family, I'm really speaking from my own point of view and how ignorant I was once to the terminology of how I'm speaking right now. So nothing personal. I'm speaking really at myself. Um, B clerical amendment, the table of sections for part three of subsection B of section one of such code is amended by inserting after the term relating to subsection 139 F the following new item. Section 139G, grain from the exchange, grain, gain from sale or exchange of virtual currency. C, reporting of gains or losses. The Secretary of Treasury shall issue regulations providing for information returns on transactions of virtual currency as defined under Section 401, 408M of the Eternal Revenue Code for which gain or loss is recognized. So they're saying the Secretary of the Treasury shall issue regulations providing to that. And then effective date, the amendments by this shall apply with respect to transactions entered in or on about January 1st, 2017. Family, that was the bill, the act, the Token Taxonomy Act. Um, we got about three minutes left. Any questions, any comments? Um, family, if y'all can, please share this out. Please, can me and Brother Duncan get some love and light from the family? Can we get some some thumbs up, yeah, some hearts? Much appreciated. Much appreciated. Hey, this was this right here. For those that were here to catch the whole thing, we went through a lot, man. We went through a lot. Do we got any questions? Um, Brother Duncan, are you uh, able to stay over for any type of questions or comments that we may have? Sure. Okay, so family, what we're going to do is, for the New Money Matrix podcast, I'm going to end this now, and I'm going to re-record I'm going to start recording once again to pick up the questions and comments that we're going to go into. This is going to be the, I did the prelude. This is the actual token taxonomy. Act. Now we're going to do, I forgot, I think it's the exclude or something like that. But I'm going to end this now. I'm going to come back in and record once again.